0: Welcome to the Homefront Podcast. I am your host, Tori McQueen. I'm a realtor, an entrepreneur, a mom of four, and a bold dreamer, always on a mission to turn nothing into something. Have you ever wondered how all these other entrepreneurs do it all? Can they actually have a successful and thriving business while also having a happy home life? Here, we dig into the real stories from entrepreneurs on how to run a biz and a home life, how to scale and grow, and how to manage parenting and relationships without sacrificing your home life or happiness. After all, isn't that what matters most? Let's get to it. Hey, hey, everyone. Welcome back to the show. And this is part two of you guys getting to meet my husband, James McQueen. And if you didn't already listen, you should catch back up on episode eight, where we introduce my husband and he starts discussing or answering questions on all things on what he has to deal with as a spouse of. An entrepreneur and what it's really like, how we raise our four boys and how we're prepping to have this baby girl come into this world. So if you um, are just tuning in, make sure to go back to episode eight to begin the interview. And again, we got carried away with our conversation. So we split it up into two parts and this is part two. So if you're back for part two, after part one, I'm so excited you're here and I hope you get a chance to relate to this and um we will just pick up right back where we left off and here is james mcqueen so what would you you know advise to other spouses or what to expect other spouses if they've got a brain of like yours like yeah (laughs) um
1: (laughs) to make it you know or
0: tips or what would who should not you have to be able to
1: be so you have to be able to be flexible, you have to be able to listen, you have to be able to give and take constructive criticism. Um, that's that's important and, and not feel like that constructive criticism is a an attack, right? Wait, who are
0: you talking to? Both. Right. Okay, both so, parties. so
1: it's giving and taking for, for both parties, you and I, because we have you have to be able to hear and have the hard conversations to make hard decisions. Right. Without feeling like it's an attack. So so thick skin and knowing that you're not being attacked, but you're working as a team to come up with a hard answer to a hard question. Right. To be able to, you know, mutually benefit or have the family, the home front benefit. So it's being able to listen and and give advice both ways really is, is the advice I would give. Um, as a spouse also being if you have a family right being flexible, know that you're gonna you're gonna take on some of the responsibilities of to and from practice, making some food, uh, meeting up at different places, you know sometimes switching cars on the way home from work or you know here and there. Um, but be, being flexible really it's you got to be flexible and then thick skin I think.
0: Yeah. And that's where we're at. I mean, we're in messy middle phase, right? Where we – we'll talk about the five questions, you know, that I ask everybody else, but majority of it is us. I mean, we do majority of our our stuff. We do ask for help. We do, you know, pay for help on the home front and obviously in my business, but a lot of our home front is run by us. Okay. So when – okay, so when we're out with people – and outside and like taking the kids on the walk or like playing or whatever at a game or practice or and people were like, I don't know how you do it all or how Tori does it all. Like, Tori, how do you do it all? And then people ask me that all the time. You hear that you hear it all the time. So maybe you can share like internally, what are your thoughts when you hear people say that? Like, what are your initial thoughts?
1: I don't know either. <laughs> I mean to be honest, because uh, you are always doing it all all the time. That's that's really re- that's really yeah. what it is. It's it's all the time, uh, whether it's like this social media thing, right, or this meeting, or this practice, or this you know meal, or the, or this event, or this you know vacation, or this whatever. It's always something, right? So there, it's is always happening all the time. I think it it helps that uh, that you have a team, right? And you have we've raised our kids to be flexible, so they understand. You know, we're gonna go from here to there, and the, and you know, pack a snack, pack pack some water, pack this, whatever. And then I do my best to to kind of buffer that when I can. But you do do it all. Oh. <laughs> so
0: okay, okay. First of all, I don't feel like I do it all. But what do you think is a attributing factor to how i'm able to do that like is it
1: well so it's it's uh building your team right getting people around you that you trust so that you can delegate this thing and that thing so that you can have time at the game at the practice at the whatever the event while your obligations for for work and for that, as, you know, those aspects are still taken care of. So it's, it's being able to find the right people, put those people around you, delegate, you know, people to do the things that you feel that they're good at doing and that they do well so that they can cover that slack so that they can be there for you um, while you're really making something else bigger or making something else grow. So it's putting the right people around you, I think.
0: Okay. And I also talk about, am I a perfectionist?
1: No. <laughs> not at all. Not in the, not in the slightest. So you, which which is good, because if you're a perfectionist, you would never start anything because it would never be perfect enough to get it going, right? So at some point you have to pull the trigger. At some point you have to say this is enough to get this going, and there's going to be some bumps. I'm going to make some mistakes, and then I'll adjust those mistakes as I go, and then you know this thing that I'm building will will continue to grow. Because if you never start it, because you're a perfectionist, because nothing will ever be perfect, then it won't work, right? So, are you a perfectionist? Absolutely not. But that allows you to start things and sometimes fail things. That that's how you learn, right? You have to start it to be able to learn it. So, so no. <laughs>
0: yeah. Well, and maybe and sometimes I try to tell people that's maybe how I do it all is that I don't try to do it all perfect. Yeah. And so I think I'm just going so fast that it's like okay if. I'm okay with it not being perfect in order to figure things out and I think that that might be a me yeah, helpful tip too for some people. What do you think mindset has to do with it or anything? Do you feel like
1: Mindset with what? Like with like being uh with like trying things or what?
0: Um do you think I guess what would your take be on like my mindset? Like how I how I approach things, how I handle things whether it's with clients or things at home. How do I like, how am I able to do so many things at one time? Like, do you think mindset has anything to do with it or attitude or any? Yeah. Thing? So
1: you have to have a positive attitude, right? If you're going to try to help a bunch of people at the same time, you have to have a positive attitude um, and a positive mindset and uh, an overall goal of this will work out. Because if you're not thinking, you know, positively, then most times you know, your, your reality is your mentality, right? So it follows suit. So if you're like, oh, this is going to crash and burn. Usually it does, right? So uh, the mindset that you have is always bubbly and, and happy and positive, And usually things work out that way. Not
0: every day. Not well.
1: I mean, we're people, right? Let's so be real. Yeah, yeah, exactly. So, but the majority of it, right? So, with that mindset, things usually work. I think that's the the reason why, you know, you're willing to try so many things because you're like, I I really believe this thing will work and we'll go and we'll we'll do it and we'll see what happens.
0: Now, does it ever exhaust you? Yeah. Like, speak on that as a spouse.
1: A hundred percent. The
0: exhaustion from a spouse perspective at how fast my brain goes. And guys, sometimes he'll like ask me, what are you thinking about? And I look at him like blank, like, does he really want to know what I'm thinking? Because obviously it's 20 things at the same time. But talking about exhaustion or and also how do you think that me being an entrepreneur and how I am affects our relationship? So that other people who are into it can either relate or, you know, understand like what it's actually like from a spouse's perspective.
1: Mhm. Yeah, so it, it can absolutely be exhausting uh, because of the flexibility thing, right, where we can be doing absolutely nothing and then go from zero to 100 real fast of like, oh, I got this thing. I got to do this. I got to do this. I'm thinking about that. Uh, here's the thing over here. Oh, also this over here where I'm just like, what is happening right now? <laughs> so it is exhausting um, for sure. In you just have to be able to to go around with that right you'd be flexible so the exhaustion part of it usually is like a sprint to get something done and once that thing's done then you get to relax a little bit more but um but there's definitely that ebb and flow right it it changes everything changes which can be very exhausting so <laughs>
0: Well and how do you think that affects our relationship me vent like me chatting with you about work all the time and the and the constant you know like I've said with you guys before, you know balance you know is that an actual myth and I'm like, okay, well, it's really integration with our family. so you know when I choose entrepreneurship, he's really choosing entrepreneurship. so like how does that affect you would you say in in all realities,
1: yeah. Um, I think the the biggest way it affects me is that uh, because I have more of the of the stable profession you're able to do all the the entrepreneurial things without having to to worry about the back end as much um, as long as you're able to be flexible around my work which sometimes does need to be flexible but you being on that kind of sphere of Okay, go go go! Thinking of something new. Thinking of something new. I think sometimes you're like, hmm, what you need to be doing something too. Where I'm over here, like, no way. If I'm <laughs> if I'm doing something too, and you're doing something, then we're gonna be we're we're gonna be on like two different planes of the world right now. So I think the biggest part of it is for me to be as grounded as possible, so that you can be flying out in orbit, you know, all day long, and then. I can kind of pull you back into the, the grounded area.
0: <laughs> out in orbit.
1: <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Whether whether that's like mentally or physically, like, you know, on some other city or what, you know, whatever. But um, I think I do my best to be as grounded as possible in, in most aspects of life to balance out you and your go, go, go kind of mentality and kind of what we're going through at the moment. So Right. Yeah. Yep. <laughs> and-
0: as much as I'm go 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 with, with everything,
1: everything, <laughs> everything with everything, so everything.
0: So it's as much as I work hard, I play hard. Then you would say,
1: absolutely, yeah, yep, hundred percent.
0: I guys, I work hard to play hard. I mean, if yeah. you haven't gotten that about me, I will work my tush off and take care of my clients and take care of my agents and work really hard. To make sure everything is okay, and I'm, and it's so I can go on vacation, and I can raise almost five babies now. Yeah, like, <laughs> like I enjoy that side just as much, and that may be different for some entrepreneurs. Some entrepreneurs, like, like I said, go hard in their business ninety five percent of the time, and five percent of the time they like to be with their families, and that's perfectly fine. It's just not how we do it, and. Again, I wanted I wanted to really shed light on that so that people can see that oh wow like she's constantly working she's doing this so successful blah, blah, or whatever people may think or come come to a you know whatever they think I, I don't even really know but it's just like people say that but they also see that I'm with family and I think that's why it confuses people. Oh yeah, um, don't yeah. you think? Yeah,
1: I think so. It's because you have you have a uh, four soon to be five well. Five, soon to be six, really, wrenches to throw in all your entrepreneurship, you know, businesses with, uh, you know, our four kiddos, the one on the way. And then me, because I'm pretty, I don't know, I have my own things that I do, too. And so you have a lot to, to work around. I could only imagine that the things that, you know, you're working on and doing and all that without kiddos. But then you'd be missing out on all of this other stuff that is the most enjoyable things in life to me at least, and to us, I think the, the getting to see them grow and fall and, and learn and, you know, that with sports and with school and with friends and, and all that time. So, so it's crazy. And and having learned that, you know, those are the most important things for us, our family, the little team <laughs> that we're growing, uh helps you decide that, hey, I'm going to or at least I think this, that it helps you decide, hey, I'm going to build as much as I can so I can enjoy all of this home front and be as present as possible while still, you know, doing things for you cuz you have to be able to do this for you as well. Otherwise, you wouldn't be doing it if it wasn't fun.
0: What do you think I would be like as a stay-at-home mom?
1: Um I can't even imagine that. I I, I can't. Um, So in reality, you're already as good as I think any full-time mom could possibly be while being 100 places at once. So I couldn't imagine like a a full-time you as a mom. That's... that's just, well, I, that's well I'm un- a full-time mom, but like, yeah, well, like a full-time just like where home. the other
0: half of my brain would go.
1: Yeah. I don't know what you would do. I think, I feel like you'd have like a knitting room and you'd have like a puzzle room <laughs> and you'd have, you'd have to have all these extracurricular things and hobbies. Yeah. Which you still do. You still do have, you know, have some of these things you have, like, you know, your, your hobbies that we do outside of family and work and us and all that stuff. So
0: I'm not good at gardening. I try <laughs> it, you guys, and it's not good. But
1: but you tried. That's the thing. But, so that's the non-perfectionist part, right? Where you're like, hey, I'm gonna do this because I want to. And then you do it and you're like, hmm, maybe I'll do less of that later. <laughs> so, or like
0: knitting. Like I learned how to knit on vacation and like a year ago, and I'm still knitting the same
1: blanket. <laughs>
0: I mean, I get it. Now I'm knitting. Great. I think it's just ma- like and it's relaxing.
1: Yeah, it's just. But I think
0: my brain does better with yeah. the challenges.
1: You got to be busy. You have. Yeah. You have to be busy. I feel like it's like that one movie where you're you have to constantly be moving, otherwise, like it's over. <laughs> so you you <laughs> have to. It's like, well, I have five. I have five minutes to do. What should I do with these five minutes? I, I'm gonna. I'm, I'm gonna take up this hobby. So <laughs> like, it's crazy.
0: <laughs> or create another branch of the business. You know, that's. Yeah. I mean, that's the fun of it, and that is reality of an entrepreneurial brain. And again, I'm no perfectionist and the word entrepreneurial uh, or entrepreneur is widely spread now and that everybody has their own opinions of what that actually is. And I just see it as doing your own thing, running your own business, like creating your own lifestyle, um, on your terms. And, and that's what we're doing here. But I, I really wanted to bring him in so you guys can kind of get an idea of we're not trying to do this whole thing. Perfect. And it's really, you know, messy and, but simple and it is a lot, but I think knowing that we work well together with a lot, I think yeah. you and I, yeah, yeah, yep. yeah. And and James is really a huge, huge support system to me doing what I do. Like you know, some entrepreneurs don't have supportive spouses that they don't want them talking to them about their business, what's going on. They don't want to hear that. They want to talk about themselves, or they want to hear some. They want to go do something else, or they have a vacation plan of their own that they want to go on, and they have other things that they want to chase. And I think because. James is more happy with being with the family, whatever we're doing, it doesn't really matter. He's more like, hey, where are we going on vacation? Like, where do you want to go? He he, yeah.
1: we're the same team. Me. So yeah. you have to you got to be able to do things for you. Um And I do things for me and we do things for the family. And that's what keeps us happy. That's what keeps us on the same team. We have you know, you have to be able to have those moments of of you time, of of me time, of them time, um, and that has to be okay without any type of anxieties or um, anger or angst or any of those weird kind of feelings, uh, you know, towards each other, which we're we're good at allowing each other to do. So,
0: well, and let's talk about anxieties and angst and things like that. Like, obviously, we have four boys and a baby girl coming in a month and a half, mm-hmm. and it wasn't. I mean, I've I've evolved as a parent as as have you yeah. and uh, just as we have as entre- as me being an entrepreneur and like choosing the path I've taken so maybe touch on that like how if you could Chat with someone else, saying like, "Okay, can you be a mom and do all that? And is it easy? Or have I ever had anxieties? Or
1: yeah, so I think I think what makes it seem easy, or what actually does make things easier, is that positive mindset of I'm I'm going to view this as being, you know, I'm going to view this as being like a everyday normal thing, whatever it is, you know, having a new baby, and then just going." Okay, as soon as the new baby's here, I'm going to continue to do exactly what I was doing and have them adapt to it, and then not shut down everything, not shut down your world, not shut down, you know, the your your wants, your likes, your things you still need to do, and then and stay positive with it, right? So the the anxieties I I feel like are just the FOMO, really, is like did I'm doing this thing, you're doing this thing. We made this decision, should we have done something else? But at that point, you, you look back for like a second and then you just keep going forward because there's no there's no real reason to look back because really you can't change it, right? So it's as far as anxieties and, and angst on things, uh, I don't think we have it too much. I mean, the, it's there, but...
0: Would, but how would you say I've evolved? Like, obviously, I've 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 switched things up. I was with corporate when mm-hmm. we had two kids, and how did that affect me and our family? Like making that adjustment, and then going into entrepreneurship, and then branching out on my own, and then yeah. all the changes that I go through. What is is there a specific process that you think I handle that with, or
1: well. So or it's is all... it different
0: every time? I mean, because sometimes we've had two kids and then we have three kids and then we've got four. And then mm-hmm. I feel like I'm getting better with it over time. And again, I think it goes back to like, well, like yeah. it's not going to be perfect. So like, here we go. But maybe shed light on what to expect there. Like it's, well, it's so not, I mean, it starts out at some point. We I don't...
1: Well, at some point we decided that we are going to gear our time and our efforts towards being able to do what we want and have our family right so around around two kiddos is when we're deciding hey corporate life wasn't for you because of this 6 a.m at work 6 p.m getting home and then you know the resentment of of uh i'm not here with my kiddos enough while they're you know these little guys these little babies um so i think during around that phase of our lives there was a decision made that hey I'm going to figure out how to do some social media stuff. I'm going to figure out how to do uh, some things to give our family more time to really be together. Right. I don't want to be gone from six to six. I don't want to do these things. This is terrible in my eyes. Some people love it or whatever. But um, for you, that was a that was a no go. Right. So around the the second kiddo is where we kind of started having our talks of, hey, let's put some money towards uh, these outside things so that you don't have to do this nine to five kind of or six to six really is kind of what it was at the time um, job, this thing where I have to clock in and I have to spend time at this building, whether, you know, I'm productive or not. It's just that I have to be here. Once we kind of figured that out that, hey, this is not for you, and this is a silly thing, you know, with your skills and your your mindset. That okay, what are we going to do next, and how are we going to make that happen, and and then just allowing ourselves to make mistakes, allowing yourself to make mistakes, and then learning from them. So um, you've evolved by deciding, at around our second kid, that the corporate world was not for you, and then ever since then, every really every decision from there has been an, an evolution of the next of. Let's build some type of way to be able to do it all, to be able to be with everywhere.
0: Right. And I think, yes. So that goes to, we've evolved, you know, from corporate, but even if it weren't a corporate six to six, I mean, easily in entrepreneurship, you could work six to six, like that's, any given day, six to six, seven days a week, you know, you could be working all the time. So I think it really comes down to also defining, working together to define our own success and then stay in that lane and be okay with that, right? Because in entrepreneurship or any nine to five or anything Anytime you're surrounded by anybody who's doing other things in their own way and, you know, especially when you're following mentors and you're following leaders and you're trying to get better at something, you are always comparing yourself to try to get to the next level. But as you're leveling up, like, okay, how do you do that without losing something else? Or how do you how do, you do it in a way that maintains your success? Because really, then it's all for nothing, right? So I think also whether or not it's a nine to five or not, like six to six could be an easy thing for entrepreneurship. Yeah.
1: Well, there was a and realization, I think at some point that you had where when you're doing your entrepreneurship stuff, the six to six while you're doing your entrepreneur stuff, is all for you, right? It's for you, it's for your team, it's for your goal versus the 6 to 6 for some huge company that, you know, is You're capped out. You're ca- yeah, you're capped out. Even if so, I was,
0: you know, my my, you know, commit, commit I could have made like crazy amounts like mm-hmm. uncapped, right? Some of that. But um yeah, investing in ourselves but again, I think it comes down to really defining what success means to you and sticking to that because you can, it, and like I say, it's really easy on the socials to compare yourself to what other people are doing and what their success looks like. But I think we've gotten really good at being true to like, well, I don't really care what anyone says about this because this is what we actually want. And that's, that's our success. And I think that that's What would you say, James? Do you think that that's what's kind of given us the leg up now to just kind of like soar?
1: Yeah, the ability to say and realize that Whatever, you know, certain people think of us is it doesn't matter as long as we feel whatever we feel about ourselves, right? Because if you dwell on uh, some other comment or something, you know, something that someone says about you, you dwell on that. The the person that said it has already forgot about it, right? But then you're ruining your whole day or your whole time or your whole family or, you know, whatever on this thing. So the ability to just kind of go, all right, this is what's important to me. This is what's important to our family. And I'm going to go for this no matter, you know, whatever criticism I have or someone Mm -hmm. has towards me. So...
0: Well, and for me it's hard because you know, I I read a lot of self development and things like that and for me, one of the hardest things is reading Miracle Morning and like, okay, you do these morning routines and then you do that. And they're really big on routines. And for me, yes, I'm really big on routines, but I've got a lot of kiddos and we've got crazy schedules. And sometimes we're coming home at 10 at night from a late flight from fa- with family. And sometimes, you know, a kid didn't sleep all the way through the night and we got sick kiddos and you have to take time off work and, you know, and- and honestly guys, I wouldn't have anyone else take that time for me. Like I it's not like I would rather have someone else come in and take care of my sick kid. Like I don't mind that, but but I struggle with, you know, in entrepreneurship, and I'm sure James feels this. When I'll read a book and I'm like, "Okay, I have to do it exactly like this book says, otherwise I'm not being the best version of myself." And then and then I'm like, "Oh, I have to wake up at this time." Yes, my habits can get better and I that's something that I will work on but I think do you think I struggle with that with like goal planning or like doing things like that and then getting back to reality with myself and what I actually enjoy do you think I struggle yeah. with that
1: I think sometimes uh which I think happens to all of us right so you get on this next kick of of this uh this goal planning thing or you know this guru or this whatever this book that you read so you try it but then ultimately you fall back to you know what makes me happy, right? What actually works for my family and I for this home front for uh, waking up in the morning and having my coffee
0: and feeding my kids breakfast and taking it slow and getting them to school like is any of that work
1: does that actually make us happy to do it this (laughs) one structured way because there is no one way right it changes every day it evolves every day right and
0: I do I'm gonna call BS on some of these entrepreneurs that are like I do it like this and every time (laughs) and maybe they do and you know what and maybe they fully enjoy it and they they're the ones like that. But to be real, how we do it how I have that many kids is I don't wake up at 4.30 in the morning and go get my workout in and go do this. And I will get better at doing routines, but things are constantly changing, guys. So for me to, to do that every single day is not realistic for me right now. And it's not what I choose right now. Could it be something that I choose later? Could it be something that I feel like, oh, you know what, I'm going to implement this small habit to change my life. I'm always looking to do that. But I think sometimes he feels like James probably feels the struggle where I'm like, oh, I should be doing this. I should be doing that. And he's like, who says,
1: yeah, who, who, says, who says, says, yeah, it he always asks right me way. why, 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 why? He yeah. <laughs> you
0: should be doing that. Hey, hey there. Let's take a brief moment to acknowledge our sponsor. Today's episode is sponsored by eXp Realty, one of the fastest growing real estate companies in the world, cloud-based and built for the future. It empowers realtors to scale in their businesses and lives beyond what a typical local transaction could. This is the company I personally hang my real estate license with, along with my entire team. If you're a broker owner or a realtor like me and want to join in on the fun or interested in learning more about this awesome company, click the link in the show notes or go to my website at toriymaqueen.com slash partner in real estate. That's Tori McQueen.com slash partner in real estate. Let's get back to the show. Well, you don't even do you even wanna do that?
1: Yeah. And that's what's good about it is you'll, you know, you get this information, but you take the pieces that work for you. And I think that's what's important. Instead of trying to change everything to evolve to that, I think we've come to a point where, you know, it's good to learn. It's good to, to look into the ways other people do things. But then you take those those fractions, those pieces of what works for you and you take those and run with it versus trying to solely turn into this one way because that it just isn't real for us, right? We'll take the pieces of what work and we'll go with it from there and then we evolve it into something new, right? For that works for us. So.
0: And then with each kid, it changes. And with mm-hmm. each age they get older, it changes. So again, going back to what he says, like our life is a constant change. And I think that us being happy with that change and ever evolving and constantly moving and reshaping and redefining our own success is important. I think we do that quite frequently.
1: Yeah, yeah, and it's just adaptability, right? I think that's the biggest thing that we try to to teach our kids is to
0: and not take life too seriously. not take it too serious, <laughs> and then
1: adapt to what you have. Because if you teach them to do one way, one thing all the time, and if we do one thing one way all the time, and it doesn't show them that they can be successful when that one thing turns to something different, then they're gonna have deer in the headlights of like, oh, but this changed. How do I do anything now? Uh, so it's you know adaptability, adapting and overcoming is I think is the biggest thing that we do and that what we teach and it, you know, it shows, I think, you know, our kiddos are are learning they're super smart and they, they, they have their challenges every day and they, they adapt to them just like we do. So we show that and they follow it.
0: Right. Well, and how, I'll, I'll ask this one more question until we get to our five and then we'll just go for our five. Okay. How would you say that I handle, do you think I'm honest with myself? about what I actually want. <laughs> like, do you think, cause I feel like you have to really be in tune with like, and be honest with yourself with what you actually want.
1: So our family keeps us going, right? And we've already kind of decided that the home front does. So everything else that we do is always changing and, and it's towards the goal of the family doing well, the kids doing well, us doing well for the family. So I guess
0: me being honest with myself is always going back to my why. Yeah. Like okay, I want it like for instance, if I want to grow this part of my business and I start that and I get going on it and I'm working on it 6 months and we have to reflect like it's, sometimes it's like wait, why what's the purpose? It's of remembering this? that
1: why, yeah. When we get down or when we forget kind of why we are heading in a certain direction, it's why were we heading in this certain direction? Oh yeah, okay. So now is this thing that I'm worried about important or not? Maybe not or maybe or is it is it important? so yeah yeah is this thing still important to me? No, okay. and then that's when we branch off and then we have the the pros and cons like we said earlier of the you know the emotional highs, the emotional lows, the beginnings, the endings and okay, let's let's end this thing and let's begin this new thing because this thing that we were just working so hard on is no longer important to us anymore. so let's you know let's go this other route.
0: So how often would you say you're a part of that decision making?
1: All the time, whether, whether you, whether you realize it or not, (laughs) Uh, because, you know, I hear about all these things all the time. Right. Um, so
0: so again, it really goes back to like, how I decide to go on my journey is really just keeping the home front in mind. Like that that is our success. So um again, like you guys know, I believe success starts in the home and ends in the home. So decisions that I make for my business that might not be the same that you would want to make or or other entrepreneurs at that. And some maybe, you know, make billions more dollars than me, right? Which Again, it, it to us it's not about the billions of dollars. It's about success in the home front and like what our life is like. So make sure you guys, when you guys are following people and doing that and going on your path, like just know everybody does it differently. But I wanted to bring him on here to share with you guys like a little bit of insight of what he deals with when um, he's got a wife that's. Um, A little bit crazy Mm -hmm. that likes to, you know, go, 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 go and always, you know, problem solve and get things done. And there's there's never not a problem that I want to go figure out. So glad he could be here. Let's get to our five questions here. The last rapid fire questions, because this is wrapping up towards the end of our season and, and I've been asking other people these questions. So I figured I'd shed some light on our current scenario here at the end of 2021, what it looks like. And again, this will probably change as we adjust. We've had to make decisions to get more help or not more help, but let's dive into these questions and James, you can, you can answer these. All right. Okay. Okay, so throughout my journey, daycare, nanny, or none?
1: All of them. Okay, (laughs) explain that. Explain that.
0: So how do we how do we do that? Because everyone's like, wait, do they go to daycare? Do they not go to daycare? How they?
1: So because we adapt and things change, and something works for us at some point, and then some things don't work at other points, or you know, we we decide uh, to go a different route. We have people that we know for like nanny situations, babysitter situations for you know when we need them. Uh, We have daycare sometimes for our personal sanity. Sometimes sometimes it's so that we can kind of get away and. Um, go to a lunch or, you know, whatever, or, you know, for specific work things
0: like to keep our schedules a little bit like it, it's mostly for me to batch guys. So like, we never really did daycare, but every now and then again, our seasons call for that. So mm-hmm. what he means by that is right now we do daycare for our littlest two. Yeah. Two days a week. So just those two days, they go in to daycare full-time right now so that those are days that James typically has to go to work and then those are days that I don't have to rely on him. I can make sure that those two days are fully open for me to get – my batch work done whether that's batching and editing podcast content or any kind of social media content or any trainings for agents things the things that I I can batch all in one day and get done um, those two days help for and they stay a constant so we we just did that beginning of last quarter uh, not too long like 6 yeah. months ago we I mean we started that but again like James says like we are constantly changing if we, yeah. if that if it's not working for us then we adjust from there and then our different babysitters for like
1: yeah you got to find like somebody dates. solid somebody somebody solid that, that you trust and that you go to and and then you keep that you know uh that card handy whenever you need them and then you take care of them so
0: for like dates or like yeah. one-on-ones if we're taking you know we want to take our two older boys
1: yeah, out to the arcade or, you know, to or whatever. to a
0: game or, or mm-hmm. something. and But we want the younger boys to have time together. We like to take one-on-ones and twos on two, two, two yeah. and twos and do it differently. But we haven't always had, it's mostly been us.
1: Oh, really. yeah. I think that's the big thing for us is that uh, we want the majority of the teaching to happen from us and not some outside source. But it is important to have a little bit of, of away time while they get to learn a little bit of how to adapt around a new, you know, a new person, a new situation. So so it's good to have a little bit of that.
0: Yeah, so that's kind of what we do now. Um and again, as the kids were younger, I mean, as we have this new baby, we haven't even officially decided what we want to do. But most likely with babies, we keep
1: them home. Yeah, we try to keep them home we keep usually them home. for like the first year. Two years. Yeah, yeah, year to, yeah, something yeah. like that. So
0: Okay, so who does our house cleaning, laundry, cooking, grocery shopping?
1: All of us. <laughs> so it just depends. That's the flexibility yeah. part. So sometimes I'll do it on the way home. Sometimes you'll do it on the way home. Sometimes we do it as a family, for, as far as like grocery shopping. Sometimes uh, we order it. Sometimes we order out, yeah, which is cause, amazing. Yeah, because we they... don't want the mess of of dishes, um, laundry. We've been doing good at, at teaching like the grocery boys. Shopping. Yeah, and Yeah. Oh yeah, and so cooking, we'll do it sometimes together. Uh, our boys have interest in learning how to cook. So we, you know, you take the time to teach him. And then some Some mornings we wake up and our nine-year-old is making us omelets, which is awesome. So <laughs> um, laundry. <laughs> it's messy, guys. Yeah, but it's he, messy, but he He's
0: not as good as cleaning up the mess. But. Yeah.
1: but you got I mean, but that's how you learn, right? And adapt. So uh, laundry, we all hate laundry. Um, I'll put it in the washer and in the dryer. And then after that, I hate it. But we all work on that together, too. Sometimes it's me. Sometimes it's you. Sometimes it's like, all right, family, family laundry here, kiddos, you guys get the towels and you know, whatever. So it's just the adapt. There's no real, um, there's no real standard of like Tuesdays or laundry day, you you know, something like that. So it's, it's always changing. Right. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Well, and, um, we have, um, our house cleaner come, we started doing that every other week. So our deep cleaning stuff and mopping of the floors and the baseboards and our light fixtures and fans and lines and toilet, like toilets, you know, stuff that can be deep cleaned. And, um, usually that's when we have our, all our sheets go in the wash and like, there's a routine there. So she comes every other week to do that. There's that. I wish I could have someone do my laundry every day. That would be great. But unfortunately I don't want someone in my house every day. Like I just don't want someone in my space. And, um, I would say James folds a lot of it. He's well, you know what again we've had an interesting year yeah so he's been, been yeah. home more so
1: without walking I, i'm I'm without walking to, he's minimal. To the couch and things like that so if you throw laundry by me and I'm watching football like it's I don't mind folding it right? he's so.
0: doing the laundry that's about what he can do Cooking I'd say I do a lot I do majority of it yeah. um he does some of it and then our kids participate in some they're really resourceful and they make themselves lunch too sometimes and we eat out quite a bit. Yeah, I would say we we, we can cool it on that. But before COVID, we ate out probably more because we enjoyed actually dining out. Yes. For us, it's fun because for me, I don't have a mess. Someone's serving me and I get to actually sit down across my husband and my kids and chat with them about the day. And yeah have someone serve all of us and I get to physically be present and yeah. I think that that is what I enjoy most about eating out and for us it works
1: yeah and and for us eating out is actually fun because our kids are are more cultured in their palates so it's not just only uh hot dogs and fries or something like that There's like pros and cons guys yeah. oh yeah <laughs> yeah so like our oldest nine-year-old he, he loves sushi so if we ever ask to go out he wants to go to sushi which that comes with uh, a cost. A
0: hefty cost. <laughs> so, <laughs> so it's, uh, you know, people are like, oh, your kids like sushi. And I'm like, yeah, yeah, hold off, hold off. Yeah. Like, it's not as cool as you guys think. Yeah. But I mean, they like Thai food. They like sushi. They like pho. They like everything, you know, American food, like so. India. I mean, uh, Middle Eastern. Like, yeah. I mean, they, they eat all kinds. And so it does, and, and they behave pretty well in restaurants. Oh, so yeah. for us, it's, it's kind of just something to do. Like, hey, let's all go out and then. Mom's not in the kitchen trying to figure stuff out or, you know, having to serve everyone and then after dinner having to clean everything. Like I get really busy, James is really busy, so it does allow us that hour to actually sit down at a table, look across from each other, color if we want and engage and I think that that is a pro of eating out that we like
1: and that's it it holds true with what we like to do anyways which when we do eat we we schedule out you know a little bit of time of whenever we make dinner we are eating at the table so for home eating we eat together at the table or at the you know at our counter or whatever all that kind of stuff but we're together so it, it holds true with what we like to do anyways of you know when we're eating out we're still together Just without any mess that we have. Hanging out and talking (laughs) about the
0: day. Yeah. Okay. So, number three private school, public school, homeschool thoughts on it. And again, guys, this has been been an interesting two years.
1: I think the idea is that we would like them, we we were both in public school, right? So, the idea would be that keep them in a public school where they can have all their, a bunch of kids to play with, a bunch of people to learn from and kind of go that way. This year, however, we've we went to a a public school so that they can have uh, a little bit more focus, smaller classrooms, things like that. Um, and to get away a little more stability, yeah,
0: too. Because, um, you know, we got pretty fortunate they could continue on with school with COVID because the class sizes were so small and they can follow up with the guidelines. So,
1: don't have to worry about hybrid stuff or you know, online things, online
0: school, yeah, it was pretty constant and pretty stable Mm -hmm. so right now we've been doing that the past couple years and it's been good for us and the little ones go there also so it it does help for all of them to be in the same um but eventually yes i i like the idea of public school because i think it exposes them to more more of what the what they're going to be exposed to in the world while they're getting a solid foundation from us at home. So four, what are your role, your spouse's roles at home or your roles? And we kind of just went over this, but yeah, it's everything we share.
1: Yeah, we share. It's it's you adapt. And what if I'm tired of something one day, then, you know, Tori will pick it up. And if she's tired of something, then I notice that or I try to. And then, and then I pick that up. So same um, with
0: rides and practices and
1: we just take
0: turns. Like we're pretty 50, 50 on the home front. I mean, yeah. Uh, Yeah.
1: Yeah. It just, it just depends. Yeah.
0: Um, okay. And again, it's just taking initiative. So like if one of us is just like, oh man, like I did that last summer or just, we could tell the other one's tired. We just, if we see it, we handle it. And then of course, like, oh, I forgot to mention, we hire like lawn maintenance, things like that. Like yeah yeah. what is your best piece of advice for this is the last question. What is your best piece of advice for parents trying to run and scale a business without sacrificing their life with their families?
1: Um, I would say don't forget your why, right? because you're you're trying to scale a business for a reason. What is that reason? And if and if it is your kids, then don't sacrifice your kids to try to do something for your kids, right? Because then you're you're kind of defeating the purpose. So if your reason is something different, don't sacrifice that for for it, you know? So I would just say it's remembering your why when you get frustrated, when you get down. And we we kind of have those talks from time to time of of, you know, why are why are we doing this? What's what's the goal? What's the plan?
0: Well, and it does come with you mentioned sacrifice. I think it does come with some sacrifice. Yes, so, like yeah. what would you expect? explain that sometimes I sacrifice. Because you say don't sacrifice your kids, but I do have to make sacrifices sometimes. So, like, where do you think that plays out? I think
1: it depends on your mindset. So you, so you sacrifice stability, right? Of of being able to schedule from this time to this time, we'll do this, and this time to this time that. But what comes with that are the bonuses of learning to adapt and and things like that. So there's always give and take. And once you realize that there is going to be some give and take, there is going to be some heartache, there is going to be some learning, there will be hard days. Then you're once you're able to get some of those nice days and those easy days and those coast days, then you know, you can be where you're at. But just realizing that it isn't all happy. It isn't all easy. Most of it's not easy, really. But if you're doing it for the for a reason and you keep revisiting that and you're still on track with that initial reason, then I think you're good to go.
0: Yeah. Well, there you have it, guys. Yeah. Straight from the, the spouse's the husband. Mouth. <laughs> the husband. <laughs> yeah. And um Yeah, so we kind of, you know, I think we covered quite a bit. I mean, questions. Um, You guys will have to let me know how you guys like these shows. Like if you guys want to hear more from my husband, if you don't want to hear more from him, (laughs) shush (laughs) him up. No, Um, Yeah, so I think, you know, in starting this podcast, like the whole point was to let people know that everybody does it differently and we are just another family that wants to grow our family and have fun while doing it while, you know, me being that crazy entrepreneur that wants to do her thing also. We'll scale our own mountains and and do that. It doesn't need to be defined a certain way. And I think it's fun to have him here so you guys can shed some light as to what he deals with. And I learned a little bit today also (laughs) on what he deals with and it is constantly changing. So if you guys want to hear more or have specific questions, we'd love to share. And again, if as you join our friends club, if you guys had any interest in that, we plan to do a little bit more webcast videos or audios um, dealing with what we're actually dealing with on the home front or in the background of scaling the business and more of our pain points and what what we struggle with there and. In the moment, what we're going through, whether it's hiring new people or getting rid of people, or in that moment, what we're dealing with with a new baby and doing everything there and not sending getting childcare for the babies and you know, all of the stuff that we deal with while also running a business. Um, We'll be sharing some of that too. There. So, if you guys did enjoy the show, uh, let me know, rate, review, um, leave us messages so I can know whether or not you guys enjoy this good stuff. So, or it adds any value to what you guys are trying to accomplish. Because at the end of the day, that's all I want is for you guys to feel like you can do it too. And it's simple, not easy, right? So everyone wonders, oh, why can't I do that? No, you totally can. But you just have to know like you just do it your way. It may not be the same way I do it. So anyways, with that being said, uh, thanks for tuning in and we will see you guys next time.
1: Yeah, thanks for having me.
0: Yep. Oh, yeah. Thanks. Thanks for being here, James McQueen. You've been great. You've been shut me up for a little bit.
1: (laughs) Yeah.
0: (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) All right. See you later, guys. Hey, guys. Thanks again for joining me on another episode of the Homefront Podcast, where happiness is our true profit. If you enjoyed today's chat, please take a minute to rate, review, and subscribe to the podcast. This helps us learn, grow, and reach more listeners just like you. Join me again next week as we drop new stories, experiences, and game-changing tips for your home front. As always, here empowering you in business and in life. Until next time.